Welcome to 10,000 Foot View Podcast, where you can find tools, ideas, and insights from some of the best performers from the field of business, art, sports, entertainment, coaching, neuroscience, and much more. That will give you the perspective you need to break through and unlock the next level in your mindset, creativity, business, and life. This is Monjyoti, the host of this podcast. I have an obsession for deep transformation. And I'm on a mission to help professionals and individuals unlock their true potential in life and business in a way that maximizes their overall sense of aliveness. Welcome to 10,000 Foot View Podcast. We have with us Dr. Jaime G. Regoza. Jaime is an accomplished life coach and research psychologist with over a decade of experience in non-clinical case management, human services, and mental health advocacy. He's dedicated to guiding individuals through the complexities of work and life stress with a particular focus on preventing burnout and promoting a balanced lifestyle. His expertise in stress management and burnout prevention is not only theoretical, but also practical as he actively empowers his clients to cultivate a harmonious and joyful life. Jaime, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me back. Good to have you back. Um, The last episode was a blast. I mean, all the listeners um, who didn't get a chance to check that out, I highly, highly recommend. It was the very first episode uh of the podcast and uh, i had a great time and i'm really really looking forward to uh, this episode so let's dive in let's talk about uh maintaining balance you know how do we achieve that balance because i hear people saying that balance is difficult or impossible but what's your idea of balance and how do we achieve our, our definition of balance? As yeah, that's a, good, that's a good question. So it really does depend on what your definition of balance is. Yeah. So balance in itself is a scale of two things trying to equal, equal out or not putting too much effort into one or the other. And you really have to identify what are your values? What are the things that matter to you most? And then seeing how you can balance those out. What... People say that is impossible is to balance every aspect of your life, mm. which in a sense is true because you can't have a really, really good social life, be very, very successful at your business, at you know um, your dating life and being wealthy and all, like all these aspects that people want everything, mm-hmm. which you can, but you need, you do need to prioritize which one do I want to work on first? Mm-hmm. So that then you, that's what the balance is. So you have to really see which ones do I do matter more with me? And then how can I make sure that all of the different aspects are working together so that I can still achieve my goal? Where I focus in is work-life balance. So making sure that your social aspects, your relation, your personal relationships are still, you're still b- being attentive to them, but not sacrificing you at your work or your business to make sure that you're not still focusing on your goals. So you have to have goals on both ends Mm -hmm. in order for you to balance them. The problem is that a lot of people think of one side and that's it, if that makes sense. Okay, got it, got it. Um, You spoke about values. Um, 
do you have a process for people to find their values? And we, when we talk about values, um, uh, I think there are values that you move towards as in values that you want. And there are moving away from values, like things that you do not want. I think there has to be a balance between both. So do you have a process that you use to help people identify their values? Yeah. So there's a values check that I like to do with all of my clients to make sure that they understand what is it that they're passionate about. And mm. a lot of us know what our values are mm. subliminally. Sometimes mm. we don't know them because we don't bring them up to the surface. But anything that drives us, anything that motivates us, that excites us, mm. is typically something that has an underlying that matches with the underlying value. So what I usually have people do, which is a very fun fun and kind of morbid activity is I have them write their obituary and seeing, mm. okay, so tomorrow you died. Mm. What are you excited about that you accomplished up to this point? Mm. And what are some regrets that you wish you would have, mm. you would have still done? So as they do this activity, they write down all of their list of accomplishments and all of their regrets. And I see, okay, so these accomplishments aren't in line with what, what your values are, because mm. these are the things that bring you joy that you're like, oh, this is what I want. Same thing with these regrets. So we need to see the underlying like message between both of them. So what I see, for example, people put, I wish I would have put more time with my wife and kids. So yeah. that means family is yeah. a big value of yours, you yeah. know, or they said, I'm very proud of when I gave back at this nonprofit organization, then on then philanthropy and giving back to the community is a big value for you. So by listing these accomplishments and regrets, you kind of see where does your values lie and where can you start setting your goals up to align with your values to make you happier? Right, 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 right. Um, so in my experience, from my understanding, values can also form based on punishment and reward from the environment. For example, if you have been rewarded as a as someone who's, uh, if, if you are quiet and you are rewarded by your parents and your teachers, and whenever you speak up, you are punished. So that ends up becoming a value, but that's more environmental conditioning. And that's not, that might not be your true value. So I think many of us end up acquiring values, which are not our true values. Uh, they get acquired incrementally, and we don't even know that they are not our true values, and we end up pursuing them. And we, we, pro we, we are probably we feel empty, you know, once we've achieved mm -hmm. it, because it's based on a false value, which I have picked up from my environment or whatever. So uh, what you're saying is um, uh, doing this obituary exercise uh, makes them find their values, which are aligned with their true nature as closely as possible, because we are talking about death, right? That's exactly that's as close to the truth you can possibly get. Um Perfect, perfect. And then you start from there and then you organize your goals, uh, their goals around those values. Yeah. And what I what I do want to say and emphasize is kind of what you said, where some people start absorbing other people's values. And it, it could be from our parents, our peers, our loved ones, because sometimes somebody wants something so bad for us that we start to people please in a sense and absorb those wants and needs. And we're like... Yeah. I think I want this because everybody else wants this for me. Mm. And then we start working with that. And what you start noticing in the short term, it may motivate you. But in the long term, as you're in it, you're like, I have no passion for this. I feel lost. I feel like I have no purpose. And it is because they're not your values to begin with. 
And this is why it's so important for you to sit, take a step back and really at every step in your life, because this can, we're so influenced. We mirror people around us all the time and we start absorbing things and you're like, I think this is what I, what I deserved. I think this is what I'm meant to do because this is the normal pathway that I'm used to, Mm -hmm. but that may not be the case for you. So you always have to consistently be reflecting and seeing, are my values aligned with what I'm doing right now? Yeah, I mean, we are talking about two competing forces uh, because mirroring uh, people in our culture and our society, it's a, it's a very, very strong biological tactic, right? It's, it's wired in us to mirror, right? We do it unconsciously and we, we do it very powerfully to an extent that we don't even know that, you know, we have, we have morphed into these false identities and we are living that life, you know? Uh, I mean, we are so good at that. But at the same time, there is, there is an inherent innate nature of ours, right? And there are, there are things that truly make us feel alive, feel joy, feel ourselves. But that's the other side of the spectrum. So there, is, there, is all, there, are, there are these two competing forces, right? And if we are not careful, we can end up uh, you know, drifting to the wrong side of the spectrum. And there are very few people who actually talk about true nature because true nature is not something that's defined. You can't even, you may not even have a vocabulary around it, right? Culturally, right? We might not even have a language of like, true. what's, what's my true nature? I don't know. It's like, I might not be able to define it. So I think because of, because of that, because of our inability to capture our true essence, we end up drifting towards the social uh, ways and norms and, uh, and I think the better idea is to go the other side and to actually feel it in your body, to connect to your true nature and actually connect with people who can help you to connect with your true nature and get your true values out. And which is more feelings oriented, if I'm not wrong. You feel a lot of joy. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's it's a lot of it comes with how, how we feel our emotions and you know, what feels right for us. And there's a study that uh, it's been said time and time again, that you are, if you want to know who you are, look at the people around you in your community, Mm -hmm. because you tend to be exactly in alignment with the people that you surround yourself. I think it's the the most closest people to you are the ones that kind of define who you are in a nutshell. So who you surround yourself is huge in whether or not you go with that, like you were saying, that nature of who I am and who yeah. I'm meant to be, yeah. if those people don't agree with you and are putting you down, mm. you're probably not going to be wanting to go and fulfill your true passion. Yeah. You know, I'm going to give you a perfect example. I just recently started training for a marathon. So mm. I'm, I'm grinning and I'm, I'm training every day. And when I would explain my training regimen to my friends, they're like, you're crazy. Like, this is insane. Why would you put yourself out there every single day and run? Mm. It makes no sense. You're putting the wear and tear in your body. You're killing yourself. Like it's too much. Like just go to the gym, like normal people. When I started joining a running group and I started surrounding myself with all these other people that are in the same interests are also training for marathons. They were like, you're doing such a good job. You're doing, you're, you're doing everything you have to do here. are The resources here, use these shoes, use these glasses. And all of a sudden I'm more inspired and I, I wanted to do what I my this goal a lot more than I I wanted to when I was just talking to my friends doesn't mean that my friends are bad or that they're bad influences but you do need to be in the niche 
and yeah. where you yeah. want to be in order to move forward together. Yeah, yeah. That's my next question. Like once you've identified your true values and your and the goals that are aligned with your true nature, how do you go about creating the environment around you? Because the cultural conditioning is a real thing and it's very powerful. And it 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 takes over even to even to the best of best of us, right? And it happened with me so many times. I find myself, you know, getting caught up in some patterns which are not true to my nature. And, you know, I, I reflect back later, I'm like, oh my God. When did I pick this up? And 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 I know how powerful it can be. Uh, the how far powerful the conditioning can be. So how can we shield ourselves, or how can we strategize so that you know we stay true to our nature, true to our values, and uh, you know not let let cultural conditioning, which are not aligned with us, take over. You need to ask yourself what I'm doing makes what I'm doing right now is that making me happy? Yes or no? And then what, and then really dissect it. If the answer is no, what part of your life is not making you happy? Is it your, the people around you? Is it a specific job you're doing? Is it your hobbies? And really try to pinpoint where is that unhappiness or discomfort coming from? Mm. And then ask yourself, do I need to diversify? If my current friend set is not, maybe they have started going a different path. Maybe they start having kids and you're single. Or maybe you're, you have kids and all your friends are single. Maybe you need to make more friends that have kids or you need to, if you're single, then make more friends that are single. So you need to kind of, you know, we evolve consistently. We go into different trajectories in the communities that we hang out with. So why shouldn't we also evolve and diversify our communities? And a lot of people typically get scared when it comes to meeting new people and networking. Yeah. But all it is, is showing up to a place consistently every, like every week. And the more people see you, the more they're going to recognize you, build relationships with them, and you build a new community. Same thing happens with habits. Just do something every single week, build a new habit, and you're going to notice that you're going to start integrating it into your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have also come across kind of a resistance in asking these deeper questions. For example, um, you know, some people might not be very comfortable diving deeper, you know uh to figure out whether they're happy in which area specifically they're happy and which areas they're not happy and how to do about that is is that because of the fear that they might not have clarity in an important area of their life do you think because why, why the resistance because i see the resistance all the time people do not want to dive deeper into something that's really important for their life for their happiness they want happiness but they don't want to do the work and I don't think it's that they are afraid of finding out something. I think they're afraid of revealing what they already feel is wrong with them. I think a lot of us already kind of subliminally know what we need to do. Mm. And a lot of us already feel something, but we don't want to get the answers because that causes change. That causes discomfort and it throws us into the unknown. We yeah. don't know what's going to happen if we to decide to do that. For example, somebody is in a relationship they're not they're not really comfortable with, whether they want to continue with it or not. Mm-hmm. The fact that you're already thinking and having these thoughts should be like a, a flag for you. Like, mm-hmm. huh, I need to do something about this. But they choose to ignore it because they don't want to dis- to find out the true insecurities, which is if this doesn't work out, I'm going to be alone. And what does that look like? Same thing with like work. You're, you're not liking your job and you're like, I hate my boss. I hate things that are coming around but you don't want to start looking for other jobs because what if you do find something better 
And now you have to go through the discomfort of quitting, letting people go, like, you know, friend yeah. work relationships. You're going into the unknown. And what if the other job isn't good enough? What if I end up in the same place that I am now? So it's all about the unknown, but Fear of life, you can't live life without making risks. Yeah. That's just surviving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fear of the unknown. Yes, absolutely. And I think at the root of that is uh, probably the abundance mindset. There is, there is, there is enough for everybody. There is enough of everything that I want. If I, if I don't, if I let go of one option, I've got another option or I can be flexible enough to kind of adjust. You know, I think that's, that might be at the root of it because I think at, at the root of uh, this resistance, many a time is a scarcity mindset. There is only so much out there, you know, and there's so many people are competing. And, you know, if I let go of this thing that I have in my grip, then I might not have anything else because there's, there's not enough. For everybody so i think uh, at the root of it is the mindset um do, do you help people cultivate that mindset the abundance mindset oh yeah definitely if you're not in a good mindset of change mm -hmm. then you're not going to do anything you need to be in an abundance mindset because if you're thinking that there's never going to be enough you know happiness in the world there's never going to be enough you know opportunities for me to be successful, then you're going to fall into a trap where it's going to be a self-fulfilling self bias. You're not going to get anything done because you're telling yourself you're not worthy. You're manifesting really bad energy towards you. And we subliminally start doing things to kind of realign with those biases. So you yeah. need to change your mindset. If you say you're good enough, if you say that you are meant for great things, you're going to start doing it because you start believing it. And it's as simple as it sounds very cheesy, but I have all of my clients every single day at the beginning of their session and at the end of their session tell, tell themselves, I'm good enough, I love myself, and I'm going to do the best I can today. That's the mantra that they're going to, they start every single day and yeah. that's their homework. And I know that they haven't done it because when they get uncomfortable saying it in front of me and I was like, you haven't done your homework, but those three simple mantras help you at least reset yourself and the more you say something and like and, and it gets more repetitive, your brain won't know if it's true or not, and it's going to start believing it. How many times do we tell ourselves, oh, I'm so dumb today, I did that, or crap, I effed this up so that, you know, I'm a loser or, you know, I'm a failure. But we tell ourselves that all the time, even if it's jokingly, your yep. brain doesn't know if it's true or not. So it starts perceiving that. So why not tell ourselves good things? I'm good enough. I am meant for great things. I yeah. will master whatever this is. And the more you say it to yourself, you're going to notice your mindset starts changing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think th there's an innate need in human beings to um, to be consistent with, uh, with, with the statements that we make for ourselves, right? Like if you've made some statements and if we have acted in little ways, uh, we will feel compelled to act in accordance with the statements that we've made and to act in accordance with that the way we've acted in the past and the more we act more we feel compelled to act even more in that direction and i was reading somewhere um you know when when some prisoners were tortured uh, not tortured they were captured um their their belief system was changed without torturing them or without putting them under any drug so what what they they will be asked to do is uh, they will be asked to do are you willing to believe um in in the in the what to say in in this other 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 ideology a little bit right a little bit it kind of works 
and then they 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 would say yes now next time they are willing to go a little further they are willing to believe a little bit more because of the because of they need to reinforce what they have said in the past and then gradually their identities will shift their belief system will shift and their ideology is the exact opposite of what it was in the beginning step by step because of this innate need to be consistent with the statements we have made and how we have defined ourselves or whatever and things like that so and, and you are saying that some of these uh, uh, mantras and affirmations if we say daily we'll be compelled to act in accordance with that and eventually our identity will start to reflect that yes and i actually have a small story to tell you which is um i learned this a while ago and it really impacted my life and i like to try to share this story as much as possible just to kind of give you what repetition does to you so there was a hunter who got an elephant in, in the savanna took him put him in a circus mm. this elephant um was put a chain with like chain on their legs mm. so that whenever they try to escape they can tell that it was effortless like it wasn't worth it they were they were not going to escape because this chain was actually um piercing into their skin it was like getting injury because of the more they pulled the deeper it got into their skin yeah so after years and years and years of the of the elephant trying to break out mm-hmm. it just gave up because they're like there's no way for me to escape so mm-hmm. once the owner noticed that or the the person that that cat like put that elephant in the cage in the in the circus he noticed that they stopped trying they they took off the chain and put like a piece of rope mm. so the elephant people would pass by and they're like how is it this elephant is not escaping if it just has a piece of rope it could easily rip it and escape because yeah. every single day that elephant told itself that i cannot escape because i've already tried yeah so what happened is years later that elephant had a kid and then that inf- that infant noticed that the mom would not try with the rope so then they also ingrained that if i were to try i'm not going to escape so the elephant grew up and never tried to escape so it was generational that happened this belief that was ingrained because this one elephant told itself and didn't want to try again so the way we can apply this is one two things the more you tell yourself something negative the more you're you're bound to believe it so the opposite is also true the more you, the more positive you tell yourself the more likelihood you're going to believe it and ingrain it into your personality mm. two what you learn from your parents and your ancestors is not always true mm. because these things are these negative traits that are learned over time can some it's good to challenge them sometimes so you can see yeah. is this really benefiting me or yeah. Can I try something different and escape the cycle of negativity? Mm. Yeah. One thing that's coming to my mind is uh, sometimes limitations do not seem like limitations. They seem like the way things are. It's a standard. Everybody lives like this. It's just the way it is. And unless you expose expose yourself. Uh, to a new environment new kinds of people who are challenging that limitation sometimes it's we don't even know that we have a limitation and we we don't even know that this is a limitation so i think that's that's also one of the things uh, uh, we all should try you know put ourselves in new environments so that our our bubble sort of gets challenged or whatever right uh, improved or you're challenged to grow in different ways um yeah it's it's very powerful and what you're saying is uh, extremely extremely powerful yeah some of the blocks we don't even see 
Thank you for listening to this episode of 10,000 Foot View Podcast. I want to congratulate you for honoring yourself by standing out and investing in your personal growth and taking this step towards your next breakthrough. I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. Do check out the show notes on the description for the details of the show along with links and offers. It would mean a world to me if you could leave a review about this episode in Apple. Before I head off, I want to remind you that you are extremely special and you have gifts and talents that you can use to unleash your best version and you are just one perspective away from unlocking your next level. I believe in you. 